This is episode 22 of How to Be a Steminist. Today, I'll be revealing to you the one thing that you must know about yourself in order to achieve true confidence. This is not something that's talked about often, but listen in because it makes a lot of sense. And to be honest, I don't know why it hasn't been mentioned too much before. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me, being a STEMinist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. Wow, I feel like it's been ages since I sat down to record a podcast episode, but it has literally just been seven days. And I was trying to figure out why that is. I actually thought I might have accidentally missed recording a podcast last week because it feels like so long, but I have double checked. I didn't miss any weeks. (laughs) It's just my perception of time. And I think it's not because it's been a boring week. I think it's been so jam-packed with stuff that it feels like maybe usually I wouldn't get so much done in a week. Time is a funny thing, isn't it? It's all to do with our perception of how it feels. But yes, I can guarantee the last seven days have definitely been very far from boring. I have packed in two corporate group workshops. I've run a bunch of career clarity calls with women in STEM. I've had meetings with two really exciting guests who are going to be coming up on this podcast. I will be able to reveal who they are shortly. So keep an eye out on my Instagram account if you want to know early on. What else has been happening? Oh, on the weekend, I traveled up to Oxford to visit a friend for the weekend. I really thought it was touch and go with whether Boris Johnson was going to allow me to travel and meet with another household, but thank goodness I made it. Oh, and something really exciting happened. I was interviewed by the lovely Rav from Kajigo App. Now, this was done over Instagram Live, and if you go over to the Kajigo App Instagram page, They have recorded the live as an IGTV. So go over there and definitely go and check it out. It is episode four of their Women Tech Talk series. And so I was very lucky to be interviewed and we chatted all things, basically my career story, some of the really big realizations I made during my career and why I am now so passionate about sharing all the stuff I learned with women in STEM. But yeah, if you've never heard of Kajigo before, it's spelled C-A-J-I-G-O. It is an 
app, especially for mentoring women in STEM. So if you are in a STEM career or you're studying STEM and you want to find a suitable mentor, definitely download this app. It is to serve women globally. So it doesn't matter where you live, download the app and give it a go. That's what's been happening in just the past week. Now, if you listened to my podcast last week, you would have heard me say that there is something I'm creating in the background and I couldn't tell you too much about what it was yet because I hadn't figured out all the details. Well, I can reveal to you now that what I've been creating has been, drum roll please, worst drum roll ever. Um, But what I've been creating is a masterclass specifically for women working in STEM careers who want to level up with confidence. Now, I have been speaking and surveying a bunch of women in STEM recently, and I found that at this present moment, most of you are wanting more from your career. You're craving more opportunity, more responsibility in your roles, and you just want to have the opportunity to prove that you can do more. You want to step up and really up level your skills and what you're doing at work, all the stuff that you're delivering at work. After delving a bit deeper with some of these women who've told me these things, I have realized that what's happening is that you might be feeling that based on your circumstances, there is nowhere for you to move upwards. So for example, I spoke to someone recently who said that they are craving more opportunities and more responsibilities in their role. In fact, they would love to take on a leadership position on a medium to large size project. They want this because they love leading other people. They love the people management side of things and being able to use their technical expertise to have discussions with clients. However, she feels stuck. She feels like there is no way for her to have this opportunity to work on medium to large size projects and lead a team because of her circumstances. Circumstance one was she's currently in a team with lots of people at the same level as her and at the level above her. So she feels like if there is a project of that size coming up, that she's not likely to be able to get that opportunity because there are other people who may be more deserving, may have been there a little bit longer, has more expertise than her. There's just lots of competition for very few jobs coming up. Circumstance number two, which I've already mentioned, is that there are very few new projects coming up because of the whole pandemic situation. There aren't as many clients willing to spend money on creating new projects. She feels like she's completely stuck. She's a bit helpless because her circumstances mean that there are no new projects coming up. And even if there were, someone else would get them. 
I'm hearing from other women that they want to lead a team or they want to be recognized as an expert in their field or a skill and therefore they want to be working on more of these specific projects or these specific features at work. Their circumstances though means that they are not being given the opportunity to do these things. I want to highlight the phrase that I use there which is an echo of the phrases that these women are saying to me. They are not being given the opportunity. Do you hear anything wrong with that? Opportunities don't have to be given to you. You can make opportunities. You can create them. But the thing with creating opportunities is that it takes a level of confidence to do so. On some levels, it feels a lot easier to sit back and wait for your manager to give you an opportunity. The reason is that you don't have to risk any failure. Yes, you might not get to your goals. You might not achieve the things you want to achieve quickly, but there's no chance of you failing because you have not actually tried to get something. You're just sitting there waiting for your boss to give it to you. I know what you're thinking. (laughs) You might be thinking, okay, yeah, that's all well and good, Tiff. Uh, But what if the opportunities aren't even there? Like, you know, the first woman that I spoke about, she has so many people in her team and there aren't any new projects coming in. So literally nothing can be done to reach her goals. How can you say this, Tiff? I used to think the same way. I used to think, okay, I'm an engineer. I'm going to think really logically about my situation. This circumstance means that I cannot achieve something and therefore I'm going to believe I can't achieve it. The problem with thinking in this way is that you close yourself off to seeing opportunities that might present itself. Things don't always go the way that you plan it. I think that's pretty clear from all the podcast episodes and interviews I've done so far. But just because your plan isn't unfolding the way you thought it would, it doesn't mean you can't achieve what you want to achieve. I talk a lot more about beliefs and how your beliefs will either prevent you from success or drive you towards success. And that is on episode 15. If you're interested in hearing more about my logical reasoning behind beliefs versus success, then go back and listen to that one. Anyway, this is my really long-winded way of telling you that confidence is your barrier to achieving your goals. If you believe that only your circumstance will affect whether you will succeed or not, then that is exactly what will happen. But if you have an inner confidence that you can achieve the thing that you set out to achieve, then you will be able to do it. But first of all, you need to be working on that confidence first. So many times I see women trying to really force a result. They'll force something to happen and they forget that the thing that's stopping them from succeeding is that deep down, 
they don't really have that inner confidence. They don't really believe that it's going to happen for them. Let's break down confidence. What does it actually mean? I looked it up earlier and it basically says that confidence is the feeling or belief that you have faith on or can rely on something or someone. So it is the belief that you can rely on something. Now, self-confidence means the belief that you can rely on yourself. So let me ask you this really important question. Do you believe that you can rely on yourself? Think about how you are presenting you to yourself every day. If you're the type of person who says, I'm going to exercise three times this week and you don't do it, then you're creating proof to yourself that you can't rely on yourself. So even things such as exercise or healthy eating or, you know, amount of reading that you do, any of these little promises that you make to yourself that you break, you're telling yourself that, yeah, actually, I don't think I can rely on myself. So that's just a quick example of something that I'm going to delve really deep into in my Level Up With Confidence masterclass that I spoke about earlier. But what I really want to draw your attention on today is the precursor to all of that. Before you can gain confidence, you need to know what your values are. You might be thinking, wait, Tiff, Confidence and values are two very separate things. You don't need to talk about them in the same sentence. Well, no, that is totally incorrect. If you don't know your values, how do you know what you're relying on yourself to do? And therefore, how can you have the belief that you are relying on yourself? If self-confidence is having the internal validation that you know you're doing the right thing, that quiet knowing and trust in yourself that you are always doing what you can for the good of you, others, the world, how will you know if you're achieving that if you don't know what your values are? This is a step I never see anyone take. If you want to build your confidence, you have to first know what your values are. And do you? Do you know what your values are? What are your top three values? I can bet you that 99% of you listening out there cannot tell me what your top three values are. And I don't blame you for this. No one ever really puts that much emphasis on telling you that, you know, your values are actually really important to know. It seems to be this step that we skip as we grow up. Instead, what we learn to do in the world is we think that to gain confidence, we need to first search for and find external validation. So you might think, okay, I'm definitely not good at this thing until my boss tells me and gives me good feedback. And therefore, we rely on good feedback to boost our confidence. Some people might also think, if I can earn however much money from my job, then I can confirm that 
I'm really worthy of this job or that I do have some sort of worth in this work. Again, that's external validation. That is waiting for someone else to tell you what your monetary worth is. Another way people search for external validation, and this one's a bit of a sneaky one because it sounds like it's not external validation, but people will say, if I achieve X, then I'll be happy. This kind of sounds like internal validation because you're just, you know, you're not really relying on someone else to tell you you've done a good job. But it is external because you're still waiting for something outside of you to happen. So after talking about internal and external validation, you're probably wondering, okay, that's all well and good, but what does true confidence actually feel like? It's really simple. True self-confidence feels like you are living in full alignment with your values. So you always know that you're doing the right thing. Sometimes when you have a difficult decision to make, you're often indecisive because there's the push-pull of two different scenarios. An example might be, well, should I leave my current job and move roles so that I can have more opportunities that I want? Or should I stay and show my loyalty? The problem people face when trying to decide on something really tough is that they don't know what their values are. They don't know what's more important to them versus trying to appease someone. So knowing deep down inside what's important to you and being able to follow that is the internal validation I was talking about. You would be totally living with integrity with your values. But you might feel like, oh, but I'll disappoint someone else. That is you looking for external validation. You don't want to let somebody else down. Can you imagine always knowing that you've done the right thing? Never being uncertain that you've done something wrong. Knowing that you're forever moving in the right direction. That is what true confidence feels like. And you must know your top values before you can ever achieve true confidence. If you don't know what your values are and you have no idea how to figure them out, you are in luck. I have created a worksheet just for you to figure out what your top three values are. And these are downloadable on my website. I'll leave a link to the worksheet in the show notes right here. The second thing is if you are wanting to reach true confidence so you can always feel like you're moving in the right direction, you're always going to be achieving your goals and you will be successful at anything you set out to do, I highly recommend that you sign up to my newsletter. This is where you are going to be the first to find out about when the Level Up With Confidence Masterclass is released and there will be early bird bonus specials. So you don't want to be missing out on any of those bonuses because they're going to really help you up level your confidence. I know I've given you a lot to think about today, so soak up that knowledge, 
find out exactly what your top three values are and start working towards that inner knowing, that inner trust that you're always doing the right thing. I've got a really exciting podcast interview for you next week. It will be with Kat Wildman from the Global Equality Collective. I feel so fortunate to be able to have her on this podcast. She is not just the founder of the Global Equality Collective, but also she studied science at university. So we're going to be talking all about her STEM career, her STEM journey and the very personal reasons she decided to start her own business and create the Global Equality Collective. You are not going to want to miss this out. So definitely subscribe to this podcast now so that you get this in your ears as soon as it's released. I can't wait to speak to you again next week. And until then, take care. 